What's going on, guys? My name is Sonny K, and welcome back to another podcast. So, right now it is 9.50, and I am getting my vaccine, my COVID-19 vaccine. I don't deserve it, you know, like, I really don't. But I am getting it nonetheless. So, it's another, if you listen to yesterday's podcast that I posted, it's kind of funny, because I'm literally driving another half an hour to almost the same place that I was at yesterday, when I could have literally, like, oh, my God. So I went to pick up my friend yesterday, right? Because he went home to, like, college, and um, he enjoyed that last night. And he could have just done that last night, and then I could have picked him up today. And then I could have gotten my vaccine and then picked him up. It would have been perfect. But that didn't happen. So now I have to go back. I don't really, I don't like driving, and there's, like, a real reason for this. Like, I think that um, a lot of people, when they get their license initially, they they love driving. <laughs> they just, like, there's, like, holy shit, I have the power to drive, to go anywhere. Like, it's so cool, you know? Like, you have your own vehicle, you can do whatever you want. Me? I, I, it's just a fucking force. Like, you just gotta, like, sit in this, like, box and, like, turn the wheel and, like, drive around, and it's not even, like, if it was harder, if driving, like, had more challenge to it, I think I would enjoy it more, but it's so easy, because it's, like, I, I only have, like, automatic, like, cars available for me to use. That sounds so privileged. <laughs> that sounds privileged as hell, but I only have automatic cars to use, and I don't have any manual cars, so the most I can do is just, like, put it in drive, when you turn the steering wheel, you click gas, you click brake, and you put it in park when you're there. So it's just like, it's nothing. It's like, you're vibing on this. And at least I found like a new way to make it interesting, which is like, you know, recording a podcast. That's pretty cool. But um, yeah, so I want it to be hard. And there's another reason too. There's actually a couple of reasons. So that's like a big one for me. It's like, like drive around and do things. And I've already gotten two speeding tickets, so I can't speed anymore. I'm like scarred for life. And so what, what is the thrilling driving and the other reason was um i don't know if i should say this but you know what fuck it if something's gonna come back to bite me the future i would love it for it to be this um i drove on my permit for like a long time before i got my license like a long ass time and this is this made me really paranoid every time i was behind the wheel i don't know why i did this really like stupid of me but I like to, like, you know, like, do that type of, like, risky shit for no reason, I don't know, but I procrastinated all of my driving lessons to the point that I, I just wasted all the money that we spent on the, uh, the driver's ed doing all those lessons and everything because I just fucking, like, I just fucking, I don't even know, I didn't procrastinate, and I was just driving anyway, so I guess I didn't have the motivation to do the lessons, and I literally drove on my permit until I turned 18 when I scheduled my driver's test and did it and I got my license that way. Like, I could have done driver's ed, I could have saved money on my insurance in the next, like, six years, but did I do it? Absolutely not. That is, like, a recipe for, like, my entire life so far. Has it been procrastinating even though I know better? That's just it. Like, there's so many instances where I, like, knew that if I, if I did some, like, stupid, like, tiny action, then it would have saved me something, whether it was, like, working in school, working in, like, on any assignment I had to do, doing these, like, driver's ed lessons, like, or even getting
matter what. I just avoid it at all costs. It's like now I'm sitting here at 18 years old and I understand that my past actions have made me who I am right now. And like I've turned myself around this past year a lot, but still, like it's hard not to just like look back and cringe at my past self. So, anyways, back on the road, going to Boston. Shit, it's pretty crazy out here. I like. Uh, I was about to just go back into like the thing I did yesterday about not going to Boston that much, but I have not gone to Boston that much. Yesterday's title of the episode was uh, losing twenty-eight thousand dollars. You know, I'm still still living with that. Still don't have that money, or I do have that money. I still have to pay back that money. But um, I'm hoping for like them just wanting back the only the latest money. That would be like a saving for me. That would be amazing if that was the case. And um, if that happened, I would just like go and spend all the money. Like I'd be like, holy fuck, this is mine now. I'm a book like a. I'm gonna buy one plane ticket, first class, of all the money. That'd be hilarious. If I did that. I'm like, like first class plane tickets are so expensive. Like I can't imagine that being like a consistently affordable option for even like rich people. Like twenty thousand dollars plane tickets is like insane. I used to watch Casey Neistat. I don't know if Casey Neistat is a YouTuber. His like biggest are like what is known for most is doing this long ass daily vlog for like years straight. I think it was like 500 episodes at least where just straight every single day he got up, he was building a business at the same time too, which he later sold $30 million to CNN. And oh my god, there's so much about this guy. So that, that business I'm pretty sure isn't successful at all right now because CNN just lost that money. But Casey Neistat gained that money. And during that time, he was also vlogging himself, created a whole career for up on YouTube, became like very, very like well known and famous for that in his own regard. And on top of all of that, like those are all byproducts. The actual work he's doing every day, like improved his skill in making videos and editing and everything. Like that's just beautiful. <laughs> like that's just like beautiful packaging. He got everything that he could have like wanted just from working day in day out every day, grinding out. He got so much done and. I respect him a lot, and like, well, I used to watch that vlog every day, and that shit was crazy. Uh, what was my point in bringing up Casey Neistat? God damn, I talked too much about him. Um, what was I talking about before? I was talking about, um, oh yeah, so he used to make these uh, video vlogs, so I'm glad that I remember what I was talking about. That would have been so bad. Oh damn, but this is like the bad thing about doing a podcast by yourself is that no one is keeping track of what you're talking about. It's just you. And so if you, like, do what I almost just did and forget what you're talking about, you're screwed. You said it was wrong. But we were talking about the plane ride. So he made these videos. You can check them out. I think he's doing his most popular videos where he does, like, a full, like, review of these different really expensive plane seats. And he doesn't pay for these because, like, even if you got, like, $30 million or something, I don't even think, like, at that level of income, it's that worth it to consistently pay $20,000 or even more for, like, some of them even have, like, so the $20,000 plane seat, it's like a full, like, retractable seat. You can, like, sleep, you have a good TV, you have a lot of service from the people there, you have, like, a mini bar and everything. But then there's an even bigger one, which was, like, you get two rooms and a personal shower, like, your own bathroom with a shower in it. And it's, I think that's close to $50,000. But how insane is that? You're in an aircraft going across the fucking world to your vacation. 
bathroom, get your own shower, you can fuck someone in there. Like, it's insane. And he got to review that, which is like, I was like, God damn, bro. Like, he's not even paying the music. But the brand that he built for himself by doing these, like, daily videos and everything, that brand itself got paid for by a company for him to travel across the world. And then they paid for that type of plane fee. And that company, like other companies, they have deals with these like airlines to get these like plane fees. Like I'm guessing that that company that bought it probably did not like pay fifty thousand dollars for that plane fee because that's kind of ridiculous. And I don't think he's getting paid like close to that amount of money. Well, like he's not getting paid more than that, but I don't think he would want to use that much money on the plane fee itself, unless he did because he made a video out of it too. And I think he knows that those types of videos like do it really well. I don't know, man. I don't know how much of like a business guy this guy is. But um, I just know his videos are pretty sick. And it's really like a good lesson looking at him, just like the daily like grind of like just keep uploading, just keep practicing. Even if it's like, even if you have bad days or like good days, you just keep going forward and like you'll like progress over time and like you'll make things work over time. And yeah, so it's great to see that. You can apply that to literally anything because um, like for me, like I can apply that to this podcast I'm making right now where. Um, if I'm just like practicing now, just like talking forever, I'm improving on my skills of just talking in front of like a phone and talking to an audience that I can't see. But I'm also improving like mini skills, just like uh, stuff like um, saying um. Yeah, I don't even know how much I'm saying that, but I'm improving like improv or improving like storytelling or whatever the hell. Like, I think it's getting a lot better. Hopefully. You know, I'm probably happy. I've only made like seven episodes of this. So I don't even know what's right or wrong. And so Casey Neistat, great example of that type of thing. Just daily practice, you'll improve over time, and you can have a big break at one point, and like you won't even have to practice anymore. That's what I wonder. Like I wonder how that works in terms of like um, how much growth someone can have. Because when you, I've been like learning about this a little bit with my friends recently of how when your brain does something new, you build new connections in your brain. And then the more you do it, the more connections that you build towards that thing, and then it becomes easier for you to do that thing. And that's how, like, improvement over time happens, is the connections that are being built in your brain. So I wonder if for people like Michael Jordan or LeBron James, who are just masters of their craft, who are just, like, really, really good, like, that means that they've practiced the most high-quality practice, and they've gotten, like, they've gotten really good. And I wonder what their growth potential is, how can peak in terms of how much growth you can have as an individual. Because if you keep practicing, then you can keep building connections. Does that just keep going past that limit? Or is there just a limit to what the sport can have in terms of skills? I'm not sure. I'm sure that there's not like, it has to just taper off in terms of improvement. Like it has to just skyrocket in terms of you keep practicing, you keep getting better. And then at one point it has to taper off. Look at runners. Look at people who are just trying to get faster. There's a limit to the human body. And at the Olympics, and like in terms of new world records, people are just beating their records in terms of seconds. They're not beating their records in terms of consistently, like one guy just he can run a mile like much faster. The human body has some sort of limit. So um, it's interesting to think about that. And it's also interesting to think about it from my perspective. I haven't really applied this that much to much of anything. Maybe a little bit in the gym, but that the gym is like 
the most concrete materialized example of this because it's really hard to measure skill in something on a consistent basis. Like you can say maybe over like months in the future you're getting better at this thing and you got really good at it compared to what you were before, but you can't on a weekly basis compare your actual improvement. But in the gym, and this is less of like building new connections, but more of just your muscles literally rebuilding themselves. You're literally seeing the progress on a weekly basis in terms of like strength gains, and then you can see the muscle gains over like a period of weeks or months. And that's that's a really literal like thing of that. And that's the only thing I think I applied the um, you know consistent work over time to, and I saw improvement in that in terms of that. Okay, this is really hard to use GPS right now because all the exit signs they change their numbers, and so I have to use GPS is like just what it looks like on the map to try to match it with the exit because the number is exit 28 and then this exit is exit 36. <laughs> so kind of difficult, but um, survive. Okay, yeah. I just got scared. I thought I was the wrong one. God damn. God dang. Um. Yeah, really interesting. So I want to apply that to more things in my life. I think that's how I'll, you know, succeed or get like really good at things. I want to apply that to video operating. I want to apply that to music, rapping. I want to apply that to making comedy stuff, making skits, making everything. Because I was reading, I've been reading this book. I haven't read it in a while. I should probably continue reading it. It's called Mastery by Robert Greene. And it's about, like, you could probably guess by the title, it's about mastery of something that you want to do. And he says in the book that it takes 10,000 hours for someone to master a skill or a trade or a craft. 10,000 hours. And for him, it took him 10,000 hours to master this whole concept that he put in this book. And he talks about different examples of people, how they grew up, like really, like Darwin, like all these successful people um, in their own craft. And talks about how they grew up, what their early childhood was like, and what kind of specific experiences they have. It's really interesting to, to see that because you get to see how literal masters of people's crafts kind of do their thing, and it's, it's really insane to look at that. But I I don't know. So the hard thing about that is that I, I am ready to work like that. I want to work like and it's just really hard to find the thing that you want to work hard at in that regard. And I think it's really hard, at least at the beginning, to know definitively that that's the thing that you want to work hard towards or dedicate this amount of time to. Because you really don't know. There's no right answer. There's no, like, this thing just works for you. Like, you 100% will be good if you do that thing. But I just got to start. I got to stop looking at it like that and start more look at it like no matter what I dedicate myself to I'm 100% I'm going to improve in that thing and that thing is also it's not that you'll just gain skills in that regard specifically doing that and gaining skills in that is going to apply to many different situations than just than just that thing specifically so for example if you are let's take it like mine for example if I dedicate myself to rap so much that I, I start practicing for six hours a day and just start really like hammering
figuring out practice, getting really good at it. And over time, I just improved practice. 10,000 hours later, I have my tools. Like, I could either just make it as the greatest rapper of all time, or even if I do that, I have a lot of other possibilities. Knowing the game that much, knowing rap and everything, I could become a consultant to so many rappers in the world. I could start an agency for rappers all over the world. Because if I understand this industry and this craft that much, there's a lot of other possibilities I can do. And also, just understanding anything in that regard, you're going to understand just how something works in the industry. And you can apply that to other things, I'm guessing. Like, rap by itself is probably not that different, or at least the common practices that you can learn doing that specifically, it can probably be applied to other industries if you look at it. Like, even with clothing or designer clothes, I'm sure that if you become a master at rap and you understand the concept of how the industry you can apply that to selling clothes or starting a brand in clothing and kind of the whole artistic edge that you have in becoming a rapper or really learning that type of rap skill you can apply that in different categories of this is your art this is what you're really working on because when you're rapping right there's a process to rap there's a process your own creative process in terms of making a song making a rap song making it original making it amazing like there's, there's going to be a process of growth over time in terms of your own skill. And I think that is a skill in of itself. Because right now, I don't have that type of experience or skill of I can learn, I can sit down and work and learn how to use my creative output, my creative activity in like brainstorming and coming up with these lines and everything. And if I am putting that much practice and hours into doing that, then that can definitely be applied to me wanting to design a new clothing brand and a new shirt, a new pants, my own design for something, I can definitely apply that same type of creative output, brainstorming process of coming up with a song. I can definitely just, just do that in the same regard and come up with a new design or crazy design for a different clothing. And I like that makes complete sense to me. So that is actually very that 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 is like reassuring to me that I should just dedicate myself to anything. Because honestly, that makes sense in general. Because if you're just so busy looking for the fucking right thing that you're like trying to find, you're not going to be doing anything in that time anyway. So you should always just be doing something and then you can readjust as you go how your feelings change. Because not, you can't just get locked into doing something. You're not just going to get locked in to fucking like having to be a rapper or doing this as a rap practice. Like your mind is still awake. You're still conscious of what you're doing and if you're conscious of all of that then you can still readjust like your goals your path your practices to whatever feels more right because the more you do something the more you get into the industry you see what other people are doing you see you'll probably get more opportunity to see what you really like and just doing nothing is fucking cap that's just going to lead you to nothing but doing something is going to lead you at least to maybe possibly getting some experience in that thing and getting to know more about other possibilities of things that you can do within the industry. And so I think that you can just readjust that path like amazing. And that, that, that makes a lot of sense. So I'm going to practice more. I'm going to practice more of that. Ah, 13 minutes away to my vaccine. I hope this party is coming on the part.
drinking so much water lately, it's insane, like at least a gallon, gallon and a half. I think yesterday I might have hit two gallons, and I'm, I'm, I'm not sure, but like, I just, I'm kind of obsessed with hydration, like, I just like filling the bottle, and then I love the fact, I got this gallon water bottle, right, and so I don't even use this small one, I got this gallon water bottle, and like, um, it, it's so useful. Because I just I like that I can just chug forever. Like I can just like chug. I don't have to if it's a smaller water bottle or if it's glasses of water, it's so annoying. Like I have to like like keep refilling it and do that. But when I have a full gallon just full on my desk, like I can just chug that every time I look at it. Because when I look at it, I'm like, I can drink water and then I just do it. I just drink the water and it works so well. I think that's benefited me. Another thing that I started doing is I quit caffeine completely. That was really good. Actually, I should talk about these things on another podcast. You know, there's a lot of content in one. We should just leave it off at the, you know, the daily work of Casey Neistat and all these, like, masteries and how that can lead to different experiences or just lead you to the right path no matter what. Because there is no concept of right. There's only the concept of is, you know. Like, it just is what it is. Whatever you do is what you do. And you'll gain experience and you'll move forward. And as long as you're doing something, then you're building those new connections and you're moving forward. And that's all that really matters. So on another podcast, I'll talk about my breakings of addiction from caffeine and my other addictions that I'm still working on that I really want to get rid of, such as like stimulation and such as thinking. I Those are two big things that I want to really focus on, which will probably go with like meditation. But we'll talk about it another day. That was it for today's podcast. If you enjoyed it anyway, shape or form, Please share this with as many people as you can. I try to be, I try to talk my thoughts. This is just what goes on in my head normally, like everything I'm putting on these podcasts. So if it's interesting to you in any way, then, you know, that's great. Good for you. I'm glad. But yeah, share it with people and I'll see you the next one.